Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of my podcast series, Dimension. Uh, in today's episode, by the way, I'm so excited for this one. Listen, I know I see this about all my episodes, but I am really excited about this one. And I missed you guys. I believe I've been like publishing a- an episode like every week. I've been consistent. So I believe like there was a time where I didn't really have a specific you know, timing where I publish my episodes, but I believe they're like every Friday maybe, and maybe sometimes like an extra bonus episode through the week, but yeah. So I am going to catch up with you guys a little bit and and I'm going to talk to you about something awesome that I experienced. And I, why why did I just do that? (laughs) Listen, I don't know why, like I woke up in in such a good mood. We'll catch up on that later. Listen, let's just get into it. I, I just... I recorded like three intros and I kept deleting them because I either like said something weird or then I like the second one I just laughed about what I said in the first one and then it's just you know it's just so let me just not delete this one as well so let's just you know get started and as usual I want you to sit back relax and let's disconnect from the world not pretty much like disconnecting just connecting it to my world I guess so yeah let's go So before I get into the today's, you know, main topic, I want to catch up with you guys. Uh, whenever I say catch up, I just, you know, catch up. Okay, no one cares. That's not, that's not even funny. I, I don't know why. I told you guys, right? Like I woke up in such a good mood. So I don't know. Like it might be I like recently I've done some blood tests and I originally have like hypothyroidism. If you don't know what that is, it's like your your thyroid gland is not working properly. So I, I did some blood tests and I found out that my dose, like the medicine, the medication that I was taking was too high for, you know, my body. So my, my doctor adjusted the medication. Maybe that's why I feel better for some reason. It's so weird how we're all like hormones. We're people, we're just blocking hormones, just one imbalance and you just feel weird. I used to wake up with like palpitations, anxiety. Imagine waking up with so much anxiety, like for, for no reason. And I kept thinking like, what's wrong? And my, my hands would be like shaking all the time. And I just, I just felt like I had an exam like all day. And then I just think that something, something was wrong with me. I even tried to cut out coffee, but you know, apparently the love of my life, which is coffee, was not the problem. So maybe that is it. I don't know, but I just feel normal. Not even normal, I feel like happy. Like, wow, like I'm a normal person. And no one cares about, I'm sorry, no one cares about this, but you know, this is my podcast, I don't care. Yeah, and I feel like I have more energy. So before, uh, I'm sorry if you don't care about this, just just skip this part. So before I felt like I was always like drained and I wouldn't be able to do so many, I don't know, like I felt like I just, at the end of the day, I'd be like exhausted. Right now, I feel like I could do so many things and I'd still have energy. Like, I'd still be normal. Like, I wouldn't feel like I'm, I want to die because I'm exhausted, you know? So maybe, like, get your blood tests done, guys. If you have, even like, by the way, like, a, a thyroid p- problem can cause, like, depression. Um, if you go, like, to a psychiatrist, like, the first thing they ask you to do is have a blood test and check. The first thing you have to check is, like, your thyroid gland, I believe. So, yeah, check it. No one cares about that, but like, you know, just in case. 
yeah another thing is my fish died guys they both died i got two oh my god i got two and i named one patch and the other nora no context on that because i don't want to keep just saying stuff that nobody cares about but they died listen listen just because before you accuse me of being an irresponsible pet owner we have fish like back in jordan and they they've been alive for years um we traveled back to jordan and like settled down in jordan for six years now i believe and they're still alive like all of them i believe we have four and i know how to deal with fish but i don't know what's wrong with these ones like they kept okay i think they died because i kept changing the water all the time like you're not supposed to change the water so often they just die when you do that but they kept making the water dirty like i'd even use like not tap water at first i used tap water but then i felt like it was too dirty so i used like reg my my regular drinking water i i like clean the bowl and then i just add the drinking water and then i don't know why they just kept kept you know the, the water kept getting dirty so i kept having to change the water because i felt like they they weren't getting enough oxygen i don't know so then they died oh my god i feel so bad i'm never gonna listen like our fish back in jordan like my dad changes their water like every week 10 days and the water stays clean i don't know what's wrong with my i don't know honestly i really don't know um and they're just alive and well and i don't know bro I'm just sad like they they both died um yeah let's not talk about that it, it's bothering me i don't know what i did wrong i feed them not a lot i know you're not i know you're supposed to feed them once a day and it's not supposed to be a lot i know all this but i don't know what happened but like maybe like i have sand in the bowl maybe they got they died because it, the sand was making the water dirty you know what let's just move on from this yeah so this is everything that I'm gonna catch up on. Other catch up, haha. Other than um, like the actual topic of today, guys. Guys, today's topic was I honestly didn't have an idea for a podcast, but then this happened. This was yesterday. Oh my god! Like even talking about it makes me so excited. Um, so me and my friend uh, were at the hospital. If you, if this is the first time you're listening to this, like I'm a, a medical student. Blah, blah, blah. I am um, in my fifth year so we were like uh, walking down like there's like this you know balcony like humongous balcony where you can just sit and there's a nice view so we, we were walking and then we see this lady next to the elevator screaming like she's in labor guys she is in labor she's screaming like I've never heard like you know it's just so loud and it got me oh my god i got anxiety because of how loud she was screaming and then there was like a doctor and a doctor or a nurse i don't know in front of her and she was like call call like the other people like call the other doctors from upstairs and she was like yelling at us to call them me and my friend you know what i always wanted to experience this rush of like i'm a doctor and i'm running around and it's an emergency wow i can't believe this was on my bucket list you know um before i continue on with the story uh once i was like in there we have this hospital in jordan uh if you don't know like i'm originally from jordan uh it's called like it's a you know cancer hospital uh yeah I, it's i don't know how to say it in english but like you know f for patients with cancer so i was going to like donate blood there with my mom one day and then and then suddenly like there were speakers in the hospital and they were like code black code black and all the doctors 
wow, it was the best thing. They were running, running, running. Everyone like just left everything and they went to the elevators and everyone just ran like crazy. I, my mom was like, wow. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I know. Like I want to be, I want, I want to experience Code Black. <laughs> I think Code Black is when, uh, I'm going to Google it because like right now, but I think it's when someone is like heart stops, right? Maybe. Uh, but let's see. I'm going to Google it. Wait. Code Black meaning. Um, uh, there's, no. No, really? Typically, bed danger declares that, um, wait, bed danger, like they're gonna die, right? Wait, in hospital, apparently. Um, uh, I'm still searching. I don't know, I just, I really can't find. There is a risk to patient safety. Yeah, so I think it's maybe like, yeah, it's an emergency lack of resources i just believe because i always watch dr mike on youtube there's like code blue code black uh i don't remember what else and i forgot their meanings but i'm pretty sure code black is like patient either heart stops or they're in danger of their heart stopping something like that so yeah i just got reminded of that i round this i round (laughs) i ran up the stairs like two at a time and ran like to the to the like uh to like all the doctors upstairs and i'm like there's a lady like giving birth downstairs and come on and they all like they all panicked and i was enjoying this like i was like yes panic let's let's do this you know and then they grabbed their equipment and then they all ran up downstairs it was i wish i could have i wish we have this technology where you can record stuff with your eyes that would be awesome so i can actually like post it and show you guys like how it is it's like out of a gray's anatomy you know episode so um imagine all the doctors like and the nurses running to the elevator downstairs with all the equipment like with the scissors and with the i don't know what else they have and with the gloves but we didn't find her like she she actually was in the elevator up like the elevator was going upstairs to the actual you know to the actual uh um what's it called uh you know gynecology i don't i say it in french uh department so we followed her upstairs and then you know that was like the sickest most awesome labor i've ever witnessed i I, in my second year i've actually seen you know a woman give birth but it was a lot you know longer and a lot tiring the woman really was exhausted and she kept like it took a lot a lot like a long time for her to give birth but this lady they just it just happened like in seconds and you know oh my god listen forget like the labor part because i've seen it before but they let me like oh my god they let me clean the baby and like dress the baby and like put put like uh, her diapers on it was a girl she was a girl it was a girl yeah um i wasn't really scared to hold it or touch it because my i have a younger sister and you know i was old enough uh, to to help my mom you know dress her and clean her when she was born so i'd see my mom like she would be giving her a bath and she would be like you know scrubbing her body i'm just like mom like she's too fragile and she'd be, she'd be like no nothing's gonna happen so i wasn't really scared but you know it's still you know listen i remember saying in my last podcast that not even only in my last podcast like in in general in my life that i don't want to have kids but I think I'm, you know, I'm starting like to change my mind. 
listen it's too early okay like it's super early for that like oh my god like not even super like freaking too early for me to even think about that but i mean i'm starting to see the beauty of being a mother like i really thought it was i don't know like it's so nice i don't know i just liked it and i wanted to stay with the i mean i just wanted to play with the baby like for the rest of the day and i had a failed attempt at trying to get the mother to name her like dimana because my name is dimana i just went to her i'm like what are you gonna name her and she's like oh i'm gonna name her judy so i'm like oh yeah okay i can't just force her to name her like just like my name even though my name is unique okay i've never met anyone named dimana before that was a nice feeling because like back in school we'd have like everyone would have someone who has their name so i've never experienced the name or the name i never experienced like the feeling where someone else has my name i think that would be so weird because i'd never experienced it but maybe someone else who has uh you know a common name wouldn't feel weird about it but if someone else was named dimana i'd feel so weird for some reason it's like having a twin for me because i've never seen anyone named dimana before yeah so that was wow that was the story guys giving birth is so magical i know it's like some people might think it's disgusting and you know to a certain extent it's not disgusting it's just not like not fun i guess but i don't know it's just so magical like the whole thing like this 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 thing this human being like this soul belongs to me like it's a part of me wow like i imagined like i pictured for a moment as i was like playing with the baby i pictured that it was mine and like the feeling that i felt like i don't know like i had i believe it's like in us as human beings like in a woman like there's this natural motherly instincts i believe i don't know because i never i just imagined that it was my baby and i felt like i felt something weird like i i i felt love but like it wasn't it was like unconditional love like i wanted to protect it with all my heart oh my god so this is why i was like wow i think i'm going to change my mind in the future about babies because like all my life i always said like i love children and i love playing with them i love them i'm not the kind of person who hates kids and like and like they bother me a lot no absolutely not but like i never pictured myself enjoying having like the responsibility of having a baby but yeah maybe something in the future when i'm more mature i might actually i'm starting already to change my mind yeah yeah so it was a really magical experience i don't know why like i was in a good mood for the rest of the day after that it just made me feel i don't know it was just great it was such a good feeling maybe because also like i don't know we helped in some way like i don't know we helped like we did something usually in this uh, you know when we go to the hospital like nobody pays us much attention and i really want to learn so i don't want to keep begging imagine like i know like in a regular scenario a doctor or some or a, any person is supposed to like teach us stuff right but we have to literally like run after information here so just the fact that i did something like i don't know like i was put in an, in a situation like this made me feel really excited like i got reminded why i like medicine so much yeah so that was that was it for that but yeah I always even I listen to one of Emma Chamberlain's um which is my favorite YouTuber one of her podcast episodes about like having children and she was like how everyone like our age she's younger than I am by the way but like you know in 20s in their 20s 
I don't wanna, I don't, I don't wanna remember how old I am. Yeah. Um, she was saying like um, how people our age or in our generation just don't wanna have kids. And yeah, but then she was like, she said something that really stuck with me. Like it, it really stuck with me. And I actually like paused the, the video. I watched her, I listened to her podcast on YouTube. It's called, if you're interested, they're called um, Anything Goes anything goes uh, and it's an emma chamberlain podcast so yeah so she was like i always didn't want to have kids and things like that but then i imagined like christmas morning and i'm like completely alone and that broke my heart so yeah i mean yeah i for example see like my mom and my dad like we, we are their everything like me and my brother and my sisters like we're we're their everything we're what they have my mom keeps telling me like we are her investment in life and that that puts me that puts a lot of pressure on me you know i feel like i have too much responsibility like on my shoulders like what do you mean investment don't don't put all your hopes in me please like that makes me feel so under pressure but at the same time it's like it's like you have i don't know i just feel like i don't want to get to an older age and then regret not having a family of my own i've always watched do you know when like you watch a movie or not even a movie there's this uh i shared it on my story on instagram once there's this egyptian actor uh i forgot what his name was but i really like him uh and he's so cute he always posts like uh videos and stories on instagram with his family so i remember him posting like this uh post where they're in the kitchen and he's cooking and they have music playing and his kids are like his daughters like he have he have he have shit <laughs> he has two daughters so they were dancing to the to the song and singing along with their dad i believe it was a michael jackson song which was incredibly cool for their two little daughters to know the lyrics to a michael jackson song and he was dancing and cooking i just i just wanted like i want that like i don't want to live alone for the rest of my life even though <clears throat> even though honestly i honestly like i'm a, i'm so i'm so like i'm a like a paradox of opinions you know i contradict myself at the same time like i really like being independent and and like going after the things that I want to do I feel like it's going to slow me down but then if you choose the, like the right person it's going to actually elevate you but then what if it's not the right person you know so you know it kind of feels like I'm going to like cage myself somehow people are calling me please you only call, people call me when I'm like recording or people text me when I'm recording for some reason anyways yeah uh so yeah uh what was i saying yeah so it's just a paradox like th- this subject is like i don't know like it's a lot of different opinions from my side but what i concluded from that experience was that i thought it was such a magical thing you know to have something that belongs to you like it's a part of you come to life wow and it's like mine like it's my baby wow like it was such an awesome like it was an awesome feeling yeah like put the science of it and everything like the medical perspective on it aside i just felt like it was amazing yeah so like uh i got reminded of like you know halsey she got pregnant and she had it she had a baby she made an entire album sort of inspired by her pregnancy i believe maybe i'm wrong but she made like she made uh art out of the thing like out of having a baby 
maybe that makes maybe that needs like maybe I'm just too like I'm romanticizing it because I see something artistic in everything like even birth can be artistic to me but it is honestly I don't know if you see what I what I'm meaning by this but yeah I believe that mothers are are really awesome creatures like they're they're fighters you know and uh I just realized why we're so attached to our moms for me listen I love my dad but like I am so attached to my mom like super like she's my best best friend ever since I was a kid like I loved her and I idealized my mom until now like I idealize her and whenever I want to make a reaction like if I have a problem I call her and I want to know what she thinks like I want to know how she would react because I always liked the way she handled she handled stuff I always thought she was super independent like she was so strong and I love that about her so maybe this is why like our moms are just I I grew up I'm pretty sure even your mom you listening to this is a fighter of some sort like I grew up watching my mom do so many things during the same day like she wouldn't get tired you know so many things even like even focus on her own career like she she draws my mom is an artist she draws and she doesn't even just draw like she does a lot of different things like she doesn't only draw on canvases she draws on clothes she does calligraphy sometimes um what else like our house is like an art museum like every corner you find something a wall that has a painting on it or a canvas or some kind of an art piece you know so yeah I just yeah I'm glad that I have that her a piece of her yeah so this is what I want to talk about as well I'm like I don't know about you but I always feel like uh like most kids have a piece of their personality if not the majority of it um influenced by their moms you know I really hope when it's a healthy relationship with your mom obviously not everyone has a good relationship with their moms and if you don't I'm really sorry like I'm not trying to shove it in your face at all I'm sorry like we all have we all lack something in an area of our lives so you might not have a good relationship with your mom you might not have a you know an amazing family but you might I'm pretty sure you have something else to be grateful for you know so yeah uh I always talk about my mom in my podcast if you notice like if you listen to my podcast I'm always talking about her I'm so great I, w- I would have been such a boring person if it wasn't for my mom like I wouldn't I'm pretty sure like half my personality would not exist like I wouldn't have all of these things about me like this these aspects about me if it wasn't for my mom you know um yeah because she was such an interesting person I read because I grew up watching my mom read Um, she would keep reading and I'm like what, what is this woman enjoying like why is she reading all the time and then I would I wanted to copy her one day and I started reading when I was in eighth grade that's not actually young that's old eighth grade is 15 14 I don't know but no I want to google it because I have google and I have the internet I can actually know how old is eighth grade how old is eighth grade 14 I believe now yeah 13 14 yeah so I started reading uh, from that age I still remember the book it was a book about like a, a, a model like a model a girl that was a fashionista and she wanted to become a model I forgot <laughs> that this is so cheesy I forgot its name I forgot even though in my school um 
when I used to live back in Saudi, in my school, they would actually, in English class, we would read. And we would read poems. We would read Shakespeare. In seventh grade, seventh grade, I don't know what that is. In seventh grade, I swear to God, we would actually read Shakespeare. Imagine. So I already was reading in school, like, but I wasn't excited about reading. Uh, we read Matilda, the book Matilda. We read, um, um, wait, what was, what was the author's name? He's actually really famous. I can't really remember. I remember the book's cover. I forgot the, art, the artist. I forgot the author's name. We read uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. We read Shakespeare, Hamlet. Uh, you know Shakespeare's Hamlet, um, um, the, the Merchant, the Merchant of Venice, uh, Shakespeare as well, um, all that. But I still wasn't in love with reading. But then, just because I copied my mom and I read a book and I liked, I was like, wow, reading a book is like watching a movie. And then it just escalated from there. The same with poetry. I always say this as well because my mom is in love with poetry and she's in love with the poet that I'm in love with now. So it's not because I'm copying my mom. I don't know. I just am like her now, like mostly like her. I can't just be, be just like her because she's a lot more awesome than I am, a lot more educated, a lot more intelligent, a lot more sophisticated, a lot more obviously because she's older than me as well and more experienced. But yeah, I love her a lot. She never listens to my podcast. I mean, I tell her to listen to none of my close. Listen, none of my close friends are regular listeners. Like they listen to my podcast, but like not regularly, which is kind of sad. But okay, I'm gonna forgive you guys. This is a very long segment. I should probably shut up. I'm sorry, but yeah, um, I-, I believe I just love doing this, and I love you guys. And yeah, we'll keep catching up. do more catching up i believe like the segment about like the baby the birth it was really you know just brief i might talk about like other things related to that later but we're gonna keep catching up i like the 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 way that my podcast goes sometimes like by catching up like i just talk to you guys like one-on-one about my life and what's going on in my life even though um you know uh this is like when when you actually like search for my podcast it's like self-development but there is some sort of self-development in me like sharing these stories i still believe you know so yeah so right now i'm reading this book by john green it's called an abundance of catherine's to be honest like i'm not crazy about it it's a good book obviously like nothing by john green is bad it's good and he's so intelligent my god listen this man is wow i mean he i don't know like reading the book i'm just like how does he know all that uh the main character he's called colin and he's super smart to the point where it's annoying like he knows everything like you could actually ask him anything and he'd answer that and he's good at math and i automatically think you're a genius if you're good at math and they're like graphs (laughs) they're like graphs for example he wants to he wants to give an example of what he thinks of something or how he analyzed something he would analyze it using a graph and my amazing analytical awesome like good at math brain takes a while to grasp what he's trying to say even though by the way like i'm not a complete idiot in math but like i don't like math okay but yeah it's a really nice book and i like the fact that he has like a an arab a lebanese best friend 
um, and he's Muslim, and he keeps telling him, <laughs> he keeps telling him, like, because Colin's an atheist, so we have an, a word in Arabic called kafir. When we say kafir, we mean, like, you are, you don't believe in God. Like, I believe that's the meaning, right? Like, you don't believe in God. Or maybe kafir is a word for a non, non-Muslim, like, if you're a non-Muslim, I think so. So, so he kept, keeps calling him kafir, even though we're <laughs> their best friend, like, he's just kidding, but I find it funny. Uh, you know, coming from John Green, I believe, I was like, who, like, what Muslims did he encounter in his life <laughs> to, to actually think that we'd call someone Kafir as like, as like a nickname, you know, he actually calls his friend Kafir, like, as if it's his nickname, that's so, I don't know, I found it funny, <laughs> yeah, and um, there's this part in the book where, actually, the, it's called An Abundance of Catherines, there's this weird thing this guy has he dates girls only named Catherine and he just got like in the beginning of the book he just got dumped by this Catherine and he was depressed so his Muslim friend uh, you know visits him and he's like you know why you're depressed it's because you don't have God Uh, (laughs) and then we have this thing like in Islam if you're if you're if you want to become a Muslim you have to say la ilaha illallah so he kept he keeps like grabbing him and like shaking him and going like say la ilaha illallah right now you're gonna become happier and things like that and he's just you know he's just joking around but um these parts were like the beginning the beginning of the book so that really made me like the book and just keep reading it but as i said like i'm not crazy about the book but i really like it it's intriguing and it shows how brilliant um john green is like in his actual like brain like he's actually smart yeah he's so smart i I wonder what his zodiac sign is should we search that right now let's do it uh i don't know if you know me but the first thing i asked someone i just met is what's your zodiac sign uh wait john green uh zodiac okay wait a second virgo oh my god no really say anything because probably virgos are listening to me listen listen i'm not like 100 percent like on zodiacs like for example if you're a virgo you know like but you know what let me tell you any virgo that i ever i've ever dealt with in my life is just we don't get along listen they're smart people and suddenly this is like a lesson on zodiac signs virgos are smart and if you actually like see the majority of managers ceos bosses they're virgos they're good leaders but but i just don't get along okay with virgos i don't i don't like people who don't who don't see like eye to eye with i don't know it's not like i don't like people who are so opinionated like they're right all the time and everyone else is wrong like you're right and you don't even listen to other person to the other person's opinion or perspective i hate that a lot i like diplomats i like yeah because libras which is my zodiac sign were diplomats so yeah i don't like virgos but i like john green maybe it's because i don't know him personally i hope i like him if i ever met him but yeah it's on the bucket list so yeah i'm reading this book and i'm still not done with it i'm taking my time with it actually and I'm going to keep visiting that library that I always talk about that is right next to our uni because it's coming, it's coming, it's coming to me. And I really want to recommend like that they actually have a small corner where someone can sit down and read because their library is like, 
you don't really you don't really notice that there there are stairs you know that you could climb up the stairs and there's like another floor you don't really notice it so it's always empty and it's kind of like old vibes like vintage vibes like it's like you travel back in time a little bit upstairs and the the english book section is like a, a small corner in the back and the sun is illuminating the place a little bit and the lights are dim so if you go inside there it's just calming i don't know it's like there's like this weird sense of tranquility so i like just going there and just acting like i i want to you know skim through all the books but i really just want to experience the calmness of the place but i usually obviously i bought i bought like two john green books from there like i don't just go there to do that but you know most of the time i do so yeah i'm sorry for the doors people are starting to wake up um but yeah yeah what else do i have to uh you know catch up with you guys on oh wait a second people are people are just sending me stuff listen isn't it weird when you're when you're busy people just start texting you yeah anyway um and what else did i want to uh check you guys in on that yeah maybe i'm gonna make this like the second segment yeah maybe the second segment because this is a very like diverse episode i believe like i didn't talk about one thing i talked about so many other things so you know uh because like i'm gonna catch you guys up on more things like in the next segment i want to talk about right now about other john green books that i read um suddenly this is a book review um so i talked about paper towns in um, my last episode i believe so paper towns was a book that i read in my senior year and that was the most depressing freaking ending that I've that I've ever experienced in my life. I'm sorry, John Green. Your endings don't really, I don't really get along well with his endings. For, for instance, The Fault in Our Stars. The Fault and I read The Fault in Our Stars long before it was a movie, like long before it was a movie. You know what? Let me tell you something spoiler like i'm gonna actually say the ending if you've never watched that movie first of all you probably live under a rock but if you never watched that movie skip okay so excuse me he killed augustus like he freaking killed i wasn't first of all it's not like i don't want hazel to die but she was the one that was dying he he shocked us like listen if you ever read that book you would you would expect that it was hazel that's that was gonna die right so it's not like you want her to die but there's a part of you from the inside that is expecting her death suddenly he's like boom like augustus is dead you know do you know how much i cried and by the way like we already know that like they prepare a funeral like augustus knows that he's gonna die right and they actually uh, he, he actually rehearses his funeral like he forces them to to write like uh i don't know what like a t- testimony or something so and he actually forces them to practice how his funeral is going to be like but still we weren't expecting him to die so i'm always mad at john green's endings this is why whenever i read one of his books i kind of feel so nervous when i'm getting to the end because i'm like oh my god i know i'm not gonna like this for instance paper towns i want to know what is this like i just want to know like i got to the last page and i'm like this is the last page and i just started flipping i'm like no seriously like are you serious listen when you read a book that is that takes so much like you, do you know when you watch a really good series and you feel like it's part of your personality now and then suddenly it's like what the hell like this is what you what you're gonna leave me with what an open ending seriously listen 
Listen, call me a five-year-old. I want a happy ending. I don't want whatever, whatever cliffhanger you leave me with. What the hell? I don't want to have to analyze it by myself. I want to know the ending. Just as Hazel in the freaking book, in The Fault in Our Stars, she was reading a novel and it ended abruptly. Like the girl writing the... She was reading a book about a girl that had a, an, a sickness. I think she had cancer. I'm not sure. But the girl was sick, so she was going to die. So she was the one narrating her story in the book. And then the book ends abruptly, like as if she was the girl was typing her story and she dies. So the book ends. So it was a poetic metaphor of like the girl, you know, just died and the book ends here. But Hazel was so pissed off as she should be because she wanted to know what happens to the other people and what's this ending. This is not fair. And she wanted to meet the author so bad. This is exactly how I felt about the Paper Towns ending. What in the hell? Like she actually like he is in love with this girl called Margot. And this girl is trying to find herself. I know what that is. I know. I know. I believe she had... Me and my friend were uh, discussing this book the other day. She told me, like, she thinks Margot has depression, which is, you know, I think is, you know, 70% true. Um, but, like, she goes with him on a, on adventures, like, at night. And uh, adventures, like, to, to like... Uh, seek revenge on people who hurt her i think um and then she suddenly like isolates herself and and doesn't go to high school anymore and things like that and he keeps searching for her and she keeps leaving clues for him to find her and then and then at the end she just goes like she's just i'm still trying to find myself and she leaves him after they freaking like fall in love what the hell i just oh my god listen i don't care i don't care about poetic endings i don't want poet i don't want your freaking metaphor john green give me give me the facts give me the solid ending i want to know what happens why do you why do you torture people like that my god that ending pissed me the hell off do you know why my favorite my favorite sequel is like hush hush it's because the ending is amazing like i was so happy so freaking happy like it was like a fairy tale ending and i'm a 12 year old that wants a fairy tale ending i don't want to freaking that's like saying like paper towns ending it's like cinderella went back to her to ran away from the ball because it was 12 and then that's it like there were there was no slippers glass slippers there was no marrying the prince there's no freaking point of the story maybe listen i get the part where he what he means like she's trying to find herself and things like that but i want to know the purpose of this book please like please please explain it to me if you've ever read paper towns i don't care if you watch the movie the movie does not deliver the meaning of the book no matter how good by the way the the production of the movie was freaking on point like it was amazing every john even like the fault in our stars it was incredibly you know uh, impressive how they portrayed the book into the movie um uh um so if that's the right expression yeah but still i don't care how accurately you presented the freaking book i want an explanation okay yeah john green's never gonna actually know i exist but if he does i'm so mad at you you know and i think i still will be mad after th this book that i'm reading will be over i'll update you guys on the ending but yeah i believe let's move to the next segment because this is this is pissing me off i remember all the freaking endings that i didn't like oh my god this is not a john green book but even in um in uh, the 40 rules of love do you know how hard i cried at the ending i was at a salon thank god it was my aunt's salon my aunt has a salon and i was there to dye my hair as usual i dye it every five seconds so i was there and in front of all the ladies like there were ladies at the salon and i was reading and i'm just like i started crying at the last page i'm like no 
no, he didn't die. And I just kept crying. Yeah. So I don't, I don't do well with bad endings. So whenever I read a book and I'm like at the last eight pages and I still don't like what I'm reading, I'm just like, shit, this is going to be, especially with turtles all the way down. It wasn't the shit kind of bad ending, but I was like, no, 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 no. I don't like this. No, 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 no. And I'm like four pages left. I'm like, no, no, please. And then I just two pages. I'm like, no, no, what the hell? No, you can't be serious. Really? Seriously? And then the book ended. Yeah. So just a very uh, quick disclaimer. If you want to read a John Green book, you might not be satisfied by the ending. You You definitely will be satisfied by the content, which is brilliant. And it's mind stimulating. I've never, I always feel smarter after reading a John Green book. I swear to God, like, especially uh, this one, the, the, um, An Abundance of Catherine's, I feel like I know so much information because the guy in the book is so smart and he keeps saying tough words and he keeps saying information and I keep Googling that information. So I keep learning stuff. So I feel smarter whenever I read a John Green book, which is good, which is really good. But yeah, he's not good with endings, okay? I mean, he's good, but I, it's just not my kind of endings, you know? But I guess he's realistic because you can't always have a happy ending. That's life, you know? Yeah, I hate saying that. But yeah, he, he's more realistic. There is this, uh, it actually reminds me of a series that I watched once. Brilliant. By the way, I love this series. It's, it's my favorite series. Not my favorite, one of my favorites because I can't decide which one's my favorite. I'm a Libra. We are indecisive. Um, so, uh, it's called Samra. It's an Arabic series, Lebanese to be exact, uh, where she is a gypsy and she and a doctor fall in love with each other. A gypsy and a doctor. Imagine in our Arabian freaking dumb culture society, not even Arabian. Imagine like a gypsy falling in love with a doctor and the doctor falling in love with a gypsy. Like, come on, what kind of relationship is this? Right? I'm not against it at all actually she's an amazing person like as a person i don't care if she's a gypsy or not but but the series portrays how no matter how you want a happy ending life at the end will happen you know so disclaimer if you want to watch it i'm going to actually say how it ends so it's called samra the protagonist or the main character is samra and the actress is so well known her name is nadine nadine and jam the gorgeous lebanese actress that everyone knows yeah and i love her so yeah uh, I was so emotionally invested in this series and let me tell you I'm not someone who's big on series I don't like watching series I just don't like it but I just like this one because I like the idea like a gypsy and a doctor and like it's so it's kind of I don't know and they show you like two different parts of the world like two different parts of society like a doctor living this bougie life luxurious life and a gypsy living in a tent and and she doesn't even have a passport or an id like she's just you know a, a nomad basically yeah so and she dances like she dances uh, with her she has a friend that uh like he sort of plays the music and she just dances to that and people give her money things like that so yeah so the way that it ends in the last episode they actually fall in love and they get married okay you think for a moment that it's gonna be a freaking happy ending but no okay and i'm gonna oh my god i still remember how broken hearted i was at the end i just kept staring at the screen i'm like and like mouth wide open and i'm just like what okay so oh my god i'm so okay so she gets married to the doctor and they're having a wedding right so in in our culture 
like not in just Jordanian, Lebanese, Palestinian. Um, we have this thing where before you go to the actual place where you're gonna get married, we have to do this thing called zafit. So what a zafit is, let me sit down. So what a zafit is, it's like, it's like we play music and we dance like on the street, like right next to the uh, bride's door, uh, house, even like the groom's door, door. Why do I say door? <laughs> the house, the house. So we have to like dance there and like and dance together and things like that. But yeah, so they were dancing and someone was like carrying Samra on their shoulders and like jumping around and everyone's happy and everyone's dancing. So side note, Samra, her cousin was in, was in love with her, but she never loved him back. So he heard that she was getting married to this doctor. Are you ready? Are you freaking ready? After freaking, I don't know how many episodes of them trying to get married, of them loving each other in, in secret and all that freaking bullshit. This, this idiot grabs a gun and loads the gun and goes to where her the freaking thing is happening and stands there and nobody sees him and he shoots her in the shoulder and she dies obviously he sh- oh my god he shoots her and then he runs away and then and then that's it that's the ending i understand what the i understand what the hell they mean but don't don't do me like that don't do me like that what the hell they just killed her like that i understand the metaphor even back then when I watched this this series, I was a lot younger. I believe that was four years ago, maybe. But I understood the metaphor. It was like, no matter what you try to do, like, life happens. Like, it was kind of like life is unfair. That was the... Society is unfair. Life is unfair. That's the metaphor. But I don't give a, I don't give a shit. Don't, don't let me watch all these episodes for this ending. Okay. My God. But, you know, yeah. I understand what they're trying to say. Like, oh, a gypsy and a doctor are never going to happen. So hard. Society. Freaking different classes of human beings. I understand. But don't, you know. Yeah, they just killed her like that. I recommend that series. It's a really good one. It's not just this, you know. There are plenty of other different stories in it. But thanks for ruining my life. And giving me trust issues on series. Okay? Yeah. So I believe this is it for this. I have plenty of time for this segment because I've been blabbering for I don't know how long right now but I wanted to share with you guys some things that I've been feeling lately oh my god even though like this like listen listen let me tell you something I've noticed that saying how you feel is not good most of the time but I don't know like my phone just flew away okay but I don't know like it's a part of my personality I'm so expressive you know and if I'm not expressive anymore, just just know that I'm depressed. Like if I'm not expressive, if I change, if I stud- if I suddenly start, oh my God, stop! My phone's just flying around. If I suddenly stop expressing myself, if I suddenly stop being like this, it means I'm depressed. So for me, if I'm expressive, that's good. That means I'm in a good headspace. But <clears throat> I'm gonna share with you guys this thing that I learned recently was to how do I say this? Um, I learned, I always keep reading about these things, but it's so hard to, uh, you know, knowledge is just knowledge until like, like knowledge is not useful until you apply it right to your life. So it's, there's no use knowing something if you don't use it. Right. So I've known this all my life, but not all my life, obviously, but like, I wasn't really applying it properly. I really learned to detach from things 
So I have this thing that I'm doing, which is working for me. Maybe this is why I want to share it with you guys. This doesn't mean that you're not going to feel bad. Trust me, feeling bad is like, you you can feel bad. What I, what, I, what I really like about myself is that I feel bad for like an hour, a day lax. And then I'm like, yeah, let's go. You know, I just get over it really quickly. I like the fact, the fact that I can get over things really quickly. So I want to share with you guys something that is really helping me also not get affected by stuff as bad like I still get affected I can't not get affected okay I'm a human being and I'm too much of a human being for my own good but like this is working for me so if you're someone who suffers like from being overly emotional which I don't believe is a thing I believe that it's nice to have feelings or if you're someone who is just I don't know you are taken over by your emotions sometimes. I have this technique that I started using because I'm always trying to deal with myself, like to better myself in in the way that I emotionally react to things, uh, which is not always doesn't always go so well, but like we're working on that. Yeah, so imagine yourself as like two separate entities, okay? This, what you feel and what you think. Okay, so let's just say you woke up and like you have a problem and you feel anxiety. Okay, like you you have anxiety and you're stressed and like, oh my God, it's hard to breathe. Do you know when you have anxiety, like it's hard to breathe and you're shaking and like, and like life suddenly is like you have tunnel vision and like everything, it feels like your room is like tightening in on you and like, oh my God, woe is me, right? I try to picture this person that is feeling this emotion as someone else and then i it's like i remove myself from this body and then i'm just like the higher self like i'm just like yeah looking at myself feel this emotion i'm like you know what i don't want to feel this you can you can enjoy it by yourself bye and then i just live my life and i swear to god i like i'm happy there's this so this dumb part of me somewhere in my subconscious that's like oh my god and it's like you know dwelling over something but like me like i'm enjoying my life i'm like you know what you can waste your 20s by yourself bye i'm over it bye you know so it's really working for me so this is why i wanted to share with you guys um whenever you feel like something's stressing you out try to separate yourself from your own body you know do you know what i'm saying is this making any sense like like look at these things look at these emotions as if they're not yours just welcome them and then ignore them don't okay this is like for example if i want to really like give you guys an example imagine there's a pool okay so there's a pool and the pool is your emotions the difference between someone who's you know really anxious and someone who's not in my case in this example is that the anxious person decides to jump in the pool the person who is dealing with it the, the way that I describe is just looking at the pool. So I'm just looking at the pool. If the pool was my anxiety, I'm just looking at it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not going to jump inside. I, I acknowledge you exist. Like I can see you. You're a massive freaking pool of anxiety. But I don't want to jump. Because if I jump, I'm going to freaking probably drown in there. And and if I, even if I get out, I'm going to need time to dry myself after all that water just what drenched my clothes no thanks i just wore this outfit and i have this makeup on i don't want to freaking ruin it bye so it's much easier to avoid these feelings not avoid them acknowledge them but i mean it's much easier to not experience them like not drown in them than actually do it you know so i just watch my pool this is my advice watch your pool okay don't swim in it unless you want to elongate the process of feeling like shit then yeah, do it, be my guest. Um, so 
listen, life is, life is <laughs> shitty. It can get really shitty, believe me. Um, coming from a person, I'm a hardcore, hardcore perfectionist. I don't like anything wrong. To, I don't like anything wrong to exist in my life. Like I want my life to be perfectly wrong. Right now, I've gotten to this level of maturity. If you could bomb my freaking i don't want to say my house like i don't want my family to get hurt like let's just say you could not a bomb why am i violent if you could just like i don't know do whatever you want to do i'm gonna i am gonna get affected but like for a much less period of time i'm gonna get over it quickly when i was younger it used to take me a long time to get over things i still have the strong emotional reaction but then a very a much stronger uh, moving on i think yeah so don't jump in the pool yeah this is uh, this is really working for me because i'm someone who's I am someone who has a very active brain, okay? My brain, I wish one day in the future, before we actually have World War III and die, I wish there, there'd be like a technology where you can see how, inside someone's brain, like how they process stuff um, and just and just see how my brain is like very hyper freaking active. But if it works for me, that means it's there is something beneficial behind it. So what I'm trying to say is, yeah just detach from your from your annoying self and just focus on uh you know the fact that it's gonna life is like really going by quickly so i don't want to miss out i keep saying i keep telling myself i don't want to miss out i don't want to miss out i don't want to miss out and it works i don't want to miss out yeah that's like my main purpose so th- bad things could happen i could feel like shit about myself but then i'm like yeah you know what but i don't want to miss out and then suddenly i'm back you know suddenly i'm back where i i'm back in focus you know so I think I, this is it for this episode. I'm already tired of talking, my God. <laughs> but it was nice checking up, ke- checking up, catching up with you guys. Um, I miss you guys a lot and I love doing this. I was so excited about this episode because I wanted to tell you guys about like uh, the labor thing. But yeah, I hope you like this one. I want to catch up with you guys as well. So if you have me on Instagram, tell me how you guys have been doing. If you got to up to this point then you're freaking awesome because basically this was just an episode about me talking about my life (laughs) and things that I've done. So thank you. I love you. So at the end of this episode, I just want to say how grateful I am for you guys. Thank you for making this possible and thank you for making it up until here. I hope you like this episode. And if you like this genre of podcast where I mostly catch up on my life with you guys, tell me I'm going to make more of them. If you enjoy more the ones that I focus on the actual topic, tell me as well. I'm going to focus more on that. Just let me know. And I love constructive criticism. Okay, I like that. I like someone telling me what I can do better. Um, So yeah, and I genuinely hope you're doing well with your lives. Try this technique, the one that I said, like the pool thing. I don't know what's wrong with me and pool metaphors, but it works. So yeah, um, I hope you guys stay well. I hope you guys stay healthy. I hope you guys know your worth and you don't let anybody uh, let you lower your standards. I hope you know uh, you stand your ground and you stay true, true to yourself no matter what happens. I hope nobody ever lets you off track and I hope that you realize who and what is worth your energy and what battles to fight and what battle what battles are not worth fighting for so yeah i love you guys and i want you guys to take care of your mind body and soul let me know if you like this episode i love you so freaking much
and I'll see you in the next episode.